Range Podcast. I am your host, Corey Chandler, and I am here today with our co-host, PD Podlo. What's up, what's up? Also got producer Dougie Fresh in the room with us. What are you doing? As always, you can find us on our website, LimitlessRangePodcast.com, or you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at One Limitless Range. What's going on, fellas? How's the week going? Ah, it's going good, man. It's been a real good week. Yeah. I'm out of exile here. I'm on a microphone. Yeah, I heck yeah. Gave one back to me. Bring it. <laughs> we had to, yeah, we had to put him in timeout yeah, for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, really. That's funny. Yes, sir. So today we got, you know, obviously always listen up for the trivia. It looks like we got another bonus point, so you got a chance yeah. for, for double, man. We're racking double. up. All-Star the, Weekend's right around yep. the corner. So exactly. Make sure you're getting those in. If you're listening to the pod, make sure you're tossing those in. Free jersey. Can't beat that. Also, I forgot to mention, you know, as always, reach us by phone, 360-356-1699. Uh, we keep, you know, getting some some cool callers in listen or leaving voicemails. Continue doing that. And uh, what else we got today? We Obviously, the trade deadline's coming up. Yeah, big trade deadline. That's massive, right? Thursday, yeah, February 7th. So we're talking next week, this coming week already. Yeah, yep. we already so, have one big trade. Yeah, so. Knicks and, and Maz made a massive trade. We'll obviously talk about that. And, uh, you know, as always, we got a rant going on. Chances are it could be involving LeBron. It's a possibility. Maybe. We got to make sure to talk about LeBron at some point. It's been a while. So. Other than the fact that he's skipping out on tonight's ABC matchup with the Warriors like a damn pansy. Chicken. But we could have uh, expected that. <laughs> what do you guys think? I'm used to it now. Should we toss in the trivia earlier? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's get it out there. Yeah, let's do, do it. it. Okay. Trivia for this week. Who did the Toronto Raptors play against in their first ever regular season game? And then for a bonus point, who scored their first points? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I like that. Not bad. I like that. And now uh, before we get into the trade talk, let's just get into to diving into a rant, man. Yeah, I, uh, you're up. I don't know if you got anything to rant about. I I got something I would like to talk about, that's for sure. Hey, go for you're it, cool brother. cool with that. Yeah, you're out. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. This, uh, man, with all this, uh, you know, trade talk, obviously, you know, the Knicks opening up cap and a bunch of things. Basically, Kyrie Irving's come out now and said, uh, basically, he doesn't owe any team anything, which... Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of agrees with that. No, no NBA players necessarily should owe a team anything. You know that it is a doggy dog business. You know we saw what happened to DeRozan last year. You know he got sent. You know he was a loyal dude and he got you know snaked by uh, the Toronto Raptors and got sent away. So I can understand some of that. But this one man is interesting, right? We got Kyrie Irving who back in October straight up said, if Boston at a game. Right? Was it was at a game, right? He was interviewed, he brought out the mic and he said, If Boston, if you guys will have me. Yeah. If you guys will have me. Even though humble I, like that. Yeah. I will if re- you'll have I, me. If you'll have me, like you're asking the fans, right? The fans are in attendance for this, and you say, I will re-sign. Basically, if you want me here, I want to be here. Yeah. This is back in October. 
And now what are we barely at the beginning of February? And now he's coming out saying, I don't know any team anything. Ask, I don't know. Ask team. me on July 1st. Are you You'll kidding see. me? What about his commercial with his pops? I was nice yeah. of them to open up the garden for him. That's a good point. Well, as soon as there's all this uh, cap space in New York, he's like, Shh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know that's anyone's exactly shit. When he hit, I told you. He wants to play in a different garden, I guess. <laughs> I, think he, I think he realized, wait, maybe that New York situation is a little bit better now. than I thought. It's just dumb. It's like, why even, why even ask these guys about this stuff? You know? What's yeah. the point? Yeah, I think, to me, I think the thing is, is, you know, we saw it with Kevin Durant. We've seen it with some other dudes. You know, they say, I would like to play here forever. And I can understand three, four years down the road, you know, you've been busting your balls for this team and the GM messes some things up. It doesn't look like the team's going anywhere. I could see all, you know, you change your mind yeah. four years down the road. You've got an opportunity. But if somewhere. you're changing your mind two or three months because a team isn't playing well, because you're losing games, because some teams, you know, your teammates are arguing a little bit. Because you're the fucking veteran leadership on that team, and you're complaining about a lack of leadership. Dude. You don't want these young guys on the team anymore. Exactly. Like, what plan did you think that they hey, had? Who do, you learn, who do you guys think he learned leadership from? <laughs> That's a great point. Well, I, who's I the one he leader he played with in his career on that uh, on that phone call? Right. Oh you know, my god, dude. That's I mean, that's another thing right there. I, I thought it was cool that he called LeBron. To kind of apologize for the way that he was treating him, because basically he's he's now saying the same thing about his his teammates. He feels like they're not giving him the power, and he feels like they're kind of acting the same way he did to LeBron. So I kind of respected that in a way. But now all this talk about him maybe that wanting to play just, back yeah, with no. LeBron. Yeah. Are you serious? Well, like, if that's true, man, I will lose so much respect for him. Even and then, even besides that drama shit, though, I mean, like. These players saying that they're going to stay with the team and it just doesn't mean anything. I mean, you, Corey, what do you? I mean, how do you feel about like Lamarcus Aldridge? Did I that happen? Yeah, I, I I don't like him at all. To me, I don't get why people. I can understand if you're a player fan, and there are player fans, and I respect that. You know, Pizza, he's a Kevin Durant dude, and I can respect that. Wherever Kevin Durant goes, yeah. he goes. But to for a Portland Trailblazer diehard fan. If y'all expect me to give any sort of credit to LaMarcus Aldridge or root for him or to be happy if he does anything he successful. Those, right? He said, I'm coming. He talked to, you know, um, what's it, Drexler and stuff. And he's talking to guys like, hey, I'm coming for all those records. You know, I'm going to be the franchise guy in, in I think Portland it, history. Especially, and he left like the next year. Expect Exactly. And especially with LaMarcus, the way he did it, he was already looking for houses. We were playing the San Antonio Spurs in the playoffs, and he had zero effort. Matter of fact, did he yeah. not even have effort? When we were losing, he didn't even look like he cared. And then when we're flying back to Portland after the game, he didn't even fly back with the team. Hey, he flew back on his, his own... His own flight. He wasn't even with the team. He was already basically even before the playoffs. He took the walk of shame out of the front office's house, you know. So I tell you what, if I'm Boston fans, (laughs) I don't care what anybody says. If I'm a Boston fan and Kyrie just told me three months ago that I'm playing here if you want me here, we want you here, buddy. And if you leave, we're buying jerseys. Of course we want you here. I'm sure the GM's going to try to re-sign him. If he does and he chooses to go to New York instead of re-signing with Boston... If I'm a Boston fan, I will hate Kyrie for the forever. To me, that's just shady. <sighs> right? It's tough, though, because I, for me, it's I agree with everything you're saying. I think Kyrie is acting like a diva, mm-hmm. being a little baby. But I just feel like, for me, it's by organization base, you know? And when I, when I look at Boston, 
you know, and the way they treated Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I hate that, man. Yeah. Like, the dude played, hey, I, I know it, it was the right move. But at the same time, man, well, the way think- it went down, it was like, dude, sister died, and he yeah. still played. Do you think Kyrie like, is kind of know, man, just that figuring that me. out, too? He's like, wait a minute. Why am I pledging my loyalty right now to this fucking team? I mean, well, at the same I, time, you know, I just I, I mean, don't I think Kyrie's the brightest bulb people. on the tree. You know, honestly, someone who thinks the world is flat, maybe it just took him a while. Be like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about my loyalty, and uh, but I'm playing for Boston. You know, yeah. AD's dad just said, no, think, we don't want to go to Boston. They're they're not loyal. They suck. Yeah, you know no, that big thing came out. You know, where Anthony Davis doesn't want to play in Boston because of what they did. I love that. I absolutely yeah. love it because. It puts these organizations on notice, like, yo, you want to treat players like shit? Yeah, you can't just say, oh, it's just a business. And I'm sure he feels the same way about Toronto. Seriously. If Toronto wanted to trade for him, he's probably thinking, like, yo, man, DeRozan put his blood, sweat, and tears into that organization, and you guys just dropped him like nothing for a chance, you know, to get a little bit better? I'm sure he's looking at that, like, so, I mean, there is difference in organizations, like, and then you know maybe they don't treat everybody the same way, but they treat their stars good. You know, like the I feel like Portland treats Lillard good. You know, and even um, OKC treats Russell Westbrook great. You know, stuff like that. But I no, know. I I totally understand what you're saying, and I I agree with Anthony Davis's dad. What Boston did to Isaiah Thomas was dirty, right? And I agree that players should have the right to do what they want to do. Yeah. But to me, don't come out and say That's bullshit yeah. and then in the it's same year, sides. right? To me, and I talked to you about this on the drive over here, it's like being in a relationship in a way, right? You don't go and say you're fully committed to somebody. Let's get married. Get married to them. And then two months later when shit's hitting the fan and you're like, oh, what? You don't cook meals every day? This ain't working out. We're arguing left and right? Your family doesn't like me? <laughs> you think I owe you anything? Yeah, you just put a goddamn seven freaking thousand dollar rock on my finger. You're right. You owe me something. Damn, seven G's, Corey? It's Whoa. The, it's you sounded like that guy we interviewed. It's the same thing. Okay, maybe 2G. I don't know. But I'm just saying it's the same thing. <laughs> right? To no, me, it's I, like I, a relationship. I, I, if, if You know, I'm not saying, obviously, divorces happen and things like that. Well, but I can respect it a lot more. And get married, and then immediately when things aren't working out, well, people get divorced all the time. Yeah. And that's like saying, well, it's a business. And you talk you know? about the organizations, right? You don't go out and pick somebody that you know is basically a piece of shit, and you're like, well, I, you know, from a guy's perspective, I know she basically hooks up with everybody and she cheated on her last nine boyfriends, but I'm going to go out and put a ring on her finger and then in three months say, well, everybody knows she cheats all the time, so really I don't owe her anything. Well, then why the hell did you put a ring on her finger, dummy? Yeah. There's no reason to go out and say that. This is a weird analogy. I, you, don't, yeah, I got, you don't think I'm it's so a, like, how on? is it a weird no, analogy? Is no, it, no, you're good. You're good. We're just messing with you. Man. I'm just saying, get six too years, personal, bro. six years down the road, six years down the road, yeah. if you break up or whatever, and he wants to leave Boston, I can see that. But bro, yeah, don't come it, out here with all this tried. stuff and then three months later bounce. You gotta try. Yeah, but would you say he was married? I would say he was more engaged. <laughs> well, joking, yeah. no, no, I, he called well, off the engagement. Well, that's a little different. Okay, saying, okay, I get should you. be getting on his knee and you. saying, "If you'll have me." Yeah, that's, that's asking <laughs> right. to be married right there. That's, that's a great yeah. point, Dougie. 
Probably I'm just saying, dude. I, this, shit, cold feet. this shit just drives me nuts, man, to be honest with you. <laughs> Kyrie and, and other dudes in the league. I just I don't like that stuff. And I don't like it when when owners and, and they do it as well. When they did to Isaiah Thomas, I think it's shady. No, but at I'm the same you. time, if you're going to say what Boston did to Isaiah Thomas is shady, then don't come around and say what Kyrie Irving is going to do is not shady as well. It yeah. goes both ways. If you think the GMs are shady, then you got to say what the player did is shady as well. Yeah, it I isn't agree. picking no, a side of player true. or yeah. GMs. It's picking a side of a loyalty or business. Here, here's yeah. for both sides. There's ethics on yeah. both hey, sides. Here, yeah. Here's the funny part, right? It's like Kyrie's crying. I mean, this dude's been in two dope situations. Yeah. Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. usually it's a player crying because the team sucks. Right. Yeah. But, like, this guy played with LeBron and was going to finals every year. I want out. You know? Yeah. Then he's on a team that's, like, the the East favorite. They're, they're picked the favorites to come you know, into the like, season. Gordon he wants broke out. his ankle. He's not good enough. It's yeah. just funny to me, like. I don't get it. How you going to. You know, it's one thing to be a crybaby when you're, like. You know what I'm saying? But when you're locked into a deal on a winning organization, yeah, it's a little bit worse. And yeah. I, I can't stand LeBron. He's like, yeah. But I mean, it was still a winning situation. That's his so. first world problems. It's like, why don't you go down and talk to Vucevic? You know, yeah, see how real. he feels. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Right. Well, how do you expect to to like start gelling with dudes? So like, let's say he does leave to New York, and let's say Kevin Durant goes there. They end up with Zion or whatever. How do you expect to gel with a team if you don't put in any time? into the connections like yeah. when locker room drama's going on that's part of it any sport I've ever played there's some dudes that don't like each other there's some locker room drama it's like part uh, of sports you go through still, some losing stretches it really surprised me those comments that he made I, I like Kyrie I'll put that disclaimer in here a lot he's on my fantasy team and I love watching the dude Yeah, and I've oh, always liked him and, uh, I love but Kyrie dude's clutch before I mean when all this was starting when he was talking about well we don't have the leadership or something like that we need a veteran presence like, as soon as I read that, I remember, like, wait, what? We're on different pages here, dude. That's you. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've been in the league for nine years, eight eight seasons or dude, something like that? was that, like, that? a shot at Al You're Horford, champion? Too? Yeah, like it's like, like Al who are you such talking a great to? Yeah. It's like, they're just on different pages. I, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Obviously, I went off pretty hard. It's been that kind of <laughs> stuff's been driving me nuts <laughs> yeah. in the league. But well, I know I feel like what Kyrie's doing is shady. I just know that you wouldn't ask Kyrie Irving to marry you. Is all. <laughs> no, I'd ask Dame Dollar to marry me Ooh. though. That dude wants to Can we move on, please? Sorry. Can we move on? I can't do this. I don't want to talk about all that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, man. Let's jump over to uh, to trade talk. Pete, I know uh, you know. There's been a massive trade that uh, happened, and you know you've. Some guys, I feel like, thought the Mavs won the deal when you look at star power and grabbing Porzingis, and, you know, they're going to match him up with Luka, and uh, they mm-hmm. were pretty excited about it. You know, I I even talked to Brian, the guy that we had a few weeks back on from the uh, Mavs podcast, and he was pretty excited from his end as well. And uh, I know you take the opposite stance on this. You you think New York definitely won this trade. Do you want to break it down for us? Well, I mean, there's so many factors. There's so many layers to this trade. New York won this trade, and... So many things could happen, and they would still have won the trade. Like even if they don't sign a big free agent, they still won that trade. You know, Porzingis mm. said he wanted out in the meeting they had. Right there, that tells you everything. Whoa. He, if that news breaks, if that news breaks, like you know, before they make that trade, basically, the trade value will drop instantly yeah because people realize he wants out and he's a free agent at the end of the year so they went and they took the best package they had that was sitting there already and they pulled the trigger on it and it was genius they're getting two firsts 
a top a high end prospect, you know, and and you're they're also getting all that cap relief. That's just you know how hard it is to pull all three of those things in a trade? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get the the prospect well, already. Well, it's not hard if you're willing to give up someone like Kristaps Porzingis. But he's here's the thing: it. he's seven foot three. Yeah, he's coming off an ACL tear. Coming so off, it's like, well, yeah. well, before that too, but he was injury he's prone. Also, what twenty three years old? Yeah, but you, you're, but the thing you don't understand is he's he's due to for a max deal. Yeah. So even like, then, he could be even a superstar, if he could be. Like, he but could. if you're putting that money on him, yeah. you're taking a huge risk. A big just deal. off that, if he gets a knee injury or anything. He's done. Yeah. So I mean, the risk on it, and if for seven foot three people, go look at Yao Ming. Yeah. Remember his injury history? Like they're so they just. It's very rare that anyone that's seven foot two, seven foot three, seven foot four, is able to stay healthy. He was yeah. already having issues before he ever even had that major uh, knee injury. So I'm telling you that they won that trade, and it's not even close. Porzingis was going to leave anyways, and that deal's better than what the Lakers are offering. Cap space two firsts. And uh, DSJ for oh, versus Lonzo Kuzma Rondo and a first and the Lakers first is much worse than the with LeBron James obviously yeah. leading your team a Lakers first is usually going to be much worse than a Dallas team led by a young guy Luca who I do love but, but it's hard to win losing some games yeah, yeah. it's it, and then okay not only that let's say let's just say everything goes the Dallas Mavericks way right that um, Porzingis is healthy. He's an all-star caliber player again. Is that even enough to win a title? Because now their cap, their cap space is strapped. Yeah, taking on uh, Courtney Lee and taking on um, Tim Hardaway. Getting Tim rid, Hardaway. getting rid of Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway is huge. Yeah, exactly. Huge. I mean, on the, that's the cap space, but I mean, yeah, we're talking about the Knicks, that's and almost, that's huge. That, yeah, that's but for for Dallas, as huge as how, just how are they going to add help? Extension. How are they going to add help to Luca and Porzingis? This is best case scenario. Persingas is healthy. Now they can't get help. Their, their cap is going to be strapped. You got no first round picks. You traded three of the next four years. So, I mean, think about it, man. Lucas, you know, when his contract's up, if it's a bunch of mediocrity years, finishing barely under 500 and missing the playoffs, you think he's going to want to resign with Dallas? Hmm. And that's, that's if Persingas is healthy. Yeah. So. You know, chances are he could be hurt. Man. If he gets hurt, they have no way to Just fix it. Just thinking about the fact that, yeah, even if he's healthy, it's going to be Przingis, yet another big name in the West, dealing with all this, all this Western Conference competition and stuff. Yeah. Man, yeah. oh man. <clears throat> well, I think that the interesting thing, too, is... So I can see why some Dallas fans might be excited, right? You get a big name in Porzingis. But what I don't understand is why people out there are saying the Knicks didn't do a great job in this, because... They're obviously tanking this year. They're guaranteed pretty much a top three pick from the direction they're going, and they're hoping a number one. <laughs> I keep hearing a lot of people scared about Dennis Smith Jr. accidentally winning too many games for him, and they're going to be like right out of the top three. I'm sure they're going to. I'm sure they're going to tell. I'm sure they'll shut up, them down. You know? I'm sure they'll like shut them down. They'll tell uh, yeah, them, don't hey, keep, get hurt. Yeah. Keep, you know, turn over the ball thirty times if you have to. We're not winning games, but <laughs> yeah. they're they're not trying to win this year. So when people are like. They brought on Wesley Matthews. They brought on DeAndre at oh, twenty-two and eighteen million a year. Bought out. For one more for this is the last year. So if yeah. you're tanking this year, you're not worried about making a trade before free agency to land a big star. It's you're perfect. not trying to open up cap this year. When are you trying to open up cap? Next year when you hopefully land Zion. And guess what? DeAndre, Wesley Matthews, wherever you want to go. 
gone. Yeah. So they did a great job. And not only that, they landed, like Pete said, two first-round picks from the Dallas Mavericks who, like Pete said, if Porzingis ends up injured or it doesn't work out or he signs somewhere else, they might be like, you might be getting two top ten picks. Yeah. So well, they're, they're I next, feel like they killed it. years or something, right? It's, they killed it's that two of the, It's two. Yeah, it's of the next. It's 21 it, and 23. Yeah. 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 But Which still. Which is great. The yeah, further out they are, like, yeah, the better. You, I, better. Don't, yeah, I don't yeah, see Dallas, like you said, with the problems they're going to have with cap space and stuff like that. And we don't even and in know. The West. If, we don't, and in the West. We don't even know if Porzingis is for sure going to sign with them. So you made all that for Porzingis being in the last year of his contract. What if Porzingis wants to go to L.A.? Yeah. So Ooh. Dallas just traded. He said he's going to sign the qualifier. It's the offer. craziest risk. And here's the thing. Let me say this though: if you thought that you know Porzingis, say you thought he wanted to come to Dallas, right? You basically traded all that away for two, what, a few months of wooing him and hoping to convince yeah. him. Because if you thought you could get him in the off season, that would have been the play. Wait till the off season. That's what I don't keep get. DSJ, keep your first round picks, and go sign him in the off season. What? Because you're already going to overpay him. Well, because he's not a thirty million. What did they do? Your player? If you're Dallas, you don't have much confidence anymore that you're going to be signing any free agent that you want. Though, but you think if you bring him in for a couple months, many times. But so why is he all of a sudden going to sign now just because they traded for him? Yeah, you want to talk about not owing someone something? You know, he owes them like for a couple months. Really know? Yeah, like if he gets if he gets a better contract somewhere else, trying to pair these European white dudes together and see if that works. It's an interesting idea. If it works out perfectly and Porzingis stays healthy and Doncic continues to ball, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But like Pete said, they didn't need to do it this way. They didn't need to give up that much. I think the risk was just not worth the reward. Just talk to Porzingis in the off season and offer him what you're going to offer him because if you're going to get him there. You were gonna get him anyways, right? I think, though, Dude, he, but no, that, no. I mean, you think that the the Mavericks didn't didn't win that trade? Of course, not even. And it's they, like, they course, lost it big time. But you know what? But I still think. I mean, if New York whiffs on these this free agency class and they end up with fucking Kimba Walker and Tobias Harris or something like that, great players. But if that's what they do with all this money, I think it's they lose too. Like it's a lose lose trade, but at the same like, time, don't I, I, but at the same time, they're best something, whatever. Their but. best case scenario, let's say they kept Porzingis, like you're talking about, it, it is a risk. But why keep Porzingis and be what like an eight seed, right? Maybe kind of make the playoffs. Better. They might as well that, risk but. it to try to get to the finals or just continue yeah. to tank, right? You make that move if you're a piece away. Yeah, seriously, you make that trade if you're a player away. And Przingis can get you there. That trade is so far off. They're not a player away. They're yeah. two players away. They're a few players away. Now they got- don't have the cap to go after people once they sign Przingis to a max. Yeah. Like you That's said, good. if Porzingis well, was healthy. He'll be a restricted like if, free agent. If Porzingis was healthy this year and Portland made an offer like that and Porzingis was balling and he was going to help them really make a run. Then I'd be like, you know what? We give up two first rounders. Porzingis really going to help us. We yeah. might get even further. That would push you guys. You but you did Lillard, that for an CJ. injured guy that's not going to even be able to help you. That you might not even be able to keep the next team year. That he, I mean, maybe the Mavs just aren't seeing the. Just team, think right? about it. You're looking for a team that's like, all right. I mean, Porzingis isn't fucking playing this year. It's like looking for that team that man, some guy like this could really push us over the hill. Yeah, but next you can't year. listen. You someone they, like he the won't, Sacramento though. Kings and you or can't something give like up that. everything. For a guy that's going to make you at best a six seed yeah. and a second round elimination, yeah, like that's their best case scenario. It's yeah. almost like a T Mac Yao combo 
Except the league is so much deeper now. Teams are so much stronger. But I, for the Mavs, I mean, this will be restricted free agency, though, right? And if you're working him out and it's like, well, uh, yeah, he's going to be way overpaid if someone gives him a max or if we give him the max and he's off this ACL tear, he's got this injury history. And if there are other teams that aren't seeing that as well, someone's going to give him a big offer and Dallas can say, all right, see ya. You go ahead and pay him $30 million. Yeah, right. Or whatever they, he would make. They, I, I don't they, know how that they works. They can't. But they can't. They have you know how to many now, fans they would lose? They have to the, match. Brian would lose his. Yeah, they have to give him whatever what? offer he no, wants. They've yes, they Doncic do. And they can, you know. No, they have to give him whatever offer he wants. Because of what they traded. Because of what they traded. Their fans would be like, wait a minute, you just gave away two firsts and, and DSJ and. And took on all this cap hit. Oh yeah, and those. Firsts. And you're not going to yeah. resign yeah. him. Yeah. Well, come on, dog. You're he crazy. Gave out first, so you those basically are, you're, you're giving away our yeah. future, yeah. and now you're not going to match. Like, uh, this is why you don't uh, battle us. It's if it's the a facts aren't all there. Bro. If hey, it's a max deal, that's just a sunk fallacy. If they want to be dumb, I mean, sure. No, you have to because then look at what you gave up, or maybe you can actually look at the fucking facts. And if he's not worth signing it, don't do it. Doug. Just like you're saying, he's not going to be worth signing it. Dougie Fresh. Oh, I don't think he's going to be I worth mean, it. You know, that's... That's why they shouldn't Dougie, have done it in the first Dougie place. Fresh. But, but they need him. He's but, a player that yeah, can help him. I'm not saying that. If you think that in your mind, that there's a possibility that if somebody offers him a match and you're saying, well, when we look at it, or a max, when you we look at it, we don't feel like he's worth a max. Then why'd you if do If you were even thinking place, about yeah. that... And you're like, well, he's not really worth it. So why would we now risk this? Why would you make the trade in the first place? Yeah. You have to, in your mind, say, well, when it if comes Porzingis down to it, gets a match, we have to match it. You or we would never make that trade. Yeah. I mean, you already made it, so yeah. too bad. It's yeah. I mean, you, made you have the trade, to take so you, it when it comes. You, you but gotta, I don't think many GMs do that either. Just like, you know. Well, there's always, like there's it's always, just, there's, you know, sometimes trades work out to where somebody won 50, 51%, the other one won 49%. Yeah. Or, you know, if somebody wins a title... And then years later, the other team gets the prospect that helps them win a title. They're yeah. both winners. Right. But sometimes there's scenarios where they, they just... you trade Kevin Martin for James Harden, bro. Yeah. And the other yeah. organization <laughs> fucked up. And that's what I'm yeah. telling you happened here. Or you yeah. trade. That's how bad this trade Carmelo was. Anthony, get Carmelo Anthony and give away the picks that become Jamal Murray and, and stuff like yes. that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This, this is, what is a mistake. Be. And yeah, you can look at it and say, well, who'd they pick? And yes, if New York whiffs on the picks, you can make this trade look worse. But right now, I'm telling you, New York murdered that trade. They won every level of it for a player that was going to walk anyways. Okay? Yeah. Anthony Davis, that offer is almost on par with the Lakers. To me, better. But some people can argue. But it's close, right? Yeah. You would say it's close. Yeah. That offer to that offer. They're close. For a guy who's coming off a knee injury, who's injury prone, who hasn't played, they got that. Oh, and yeah. leaving in his last year. Almost the same offer for an... Anthony Davis, top five player in the world, who has an extra year on his deal. Yeah. And they got that, all that. Think about that. That's crazy. Yeah. What a steal. No, that's a great point, man. I'm, I'm telling with you. you. You bring up Anthony Davis, man. Let's let's move into Anthony Davis talk. All right. There's obviously, that's, that's the other guy He's out there. That's the, a massive talk. The Blazers, right? I don't know how the Blazers would be able to pull that one <laughs> off, but uh, I've seen some of those out there. Yeah, Nurkic Kitchen McCollum. No, of course. Um, <laughs> wow. But yeah, cool. what do you guys think, um, Doug? I'll shoot it over to you first, man. Obviously, you're a Lakers guy. You saw the first offer that came out. Um, you know what? What was the first offer? We had Rondo, Lonzo, Kuzma, and then what was it? Beasley and and a first? Yeah, yeah. or something like that. I, what was your thoughts on that? Well, because yeah, Lonzo and Kuzma, and there was another one of the young guys in there. I think. And Zubats, 
No, no, you're thinking no, of a different. Think of different. I've just seen so many of these Lakers ones. There's so many of these yeah, Lakers ones. Like as a Lakers fan who wants to keep some of this freaking young core, I haven't seen so many trades in my life where I'm like, this is just that. It's like the Lakers are giving up way too little and too much at the same time. No one wants this. I, I don't understand what. Maybe they're just leaking these trades that aren't just not going to happen. They're trying to finally get a conversation started because Dell Demps wouldn't even pick up the phone before is what they were saying. Well, it'd be hard to pick up the phone when you're getting offers like that. I wouldn't pick well, up the phone Well, that's either. what I'm saying. I was, you just, you really wonder so where these... They can't even counter. Yeah. That's how I feel when like Trey sends me an offer like... fantasy basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this, bro? <laughs> you serious? <laughs> Just get at TJ Warren for Kevin Durant. But you have to come take on, Trey. Every trade, every I just, trade. I don't rumor. even. I don't even respond. You can't even counter to that. It's That's like, an actual offer, and you know it. These leaks of trade rumors and stuff. You got to take all that with a grain of salt. Sometimes all these smoke screens and stuff. You see what happens before the draft. They're leaking things out to start a narrative in a certain direction and stuff. Who knows? I think this one though was like and that actually one was reported like, though, right? The other ones just were like, like ideas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was one that was reported. No, this one was like no, reported yeah, what know. the Lakers That's actually said. I know, that. these leaks of what they are. Neither GM ever said, hey, this was what it was. But Woj, yeah, I mean, they're saying that. I mean, if there's like 10 different offers out there, then for whatever reason people have, well, these are the ones that get leaked out. Look at this garbage they fucking sent me. You know, I don't know. It doesn't I, matter, I don't, man. We're not here to, it's like, not here to everyone do the assumes, what ifs. We're yeah, here to do what people... Everyone assumes he's going to go there, and then you leak out an offer like that. It's like, where? what's the strategy here? I don't get it. But it's like, give up the young guys that we want to keep, and not give them enough at the same time. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it's like, it. Because you're including Michael Beasley in there? Or what's the point? I don't get it. Yeah, that trade it's was like, horrible. I get, don't know, man. Your Lakers are messing up again, dude. They did. Yeah. This, they messed up with Paul George. I was telling Corey this. You know, they treated him like he was a third-rate star. You know, they want to hear from everybody else first. They just assumed. They assumed. That he was just going to go there. And, and what's happening? Dude's about to win Defensive Player of the Year. You don't think that would have helped LeBron James this year? Yeah. Come Paul on. Paul George could be pair, pair Paul George, LeBron with all them young guys. They'd be a yeah. contender. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they whipped on him. Kawhi. So, yeah, yeah, they're whiffing all over the place. Magic is really dropping the ball here. I don't know if he thought because he got LeBron, the cream of the crop, that he could sit here and sit back and everybody was going to yeah. come running. But I mean, newsflash, news people aren't running to play with LeBron. Yeah, That's the newsflash I don't think Magic understands. You know, and uh, Jeannie Bust when they're saying like, if you don't want to come to play with LeBron, then but we don't want you here. you got well, players in situations like Anthony Davis where it's like, I, of course playing with LeBron is preferable to what he's doing. No matter what you know other people say about LeBron. He's like, well, I'd rather play with LeBron in L.A. than stay on this Pelicans team right now. You know, so I mean, you've got guys like that, but then, yeah, you're not attracting guys like Paul George who are like, hey, I'm on a pretty damn good team right now. Why would I want to give that up and be second fiddle to LeBron? But anyway, I, no, that's I, not I the that's not the point I'm even making. Well, Paul George, you like don't even know LeBron Paul George isn't an attraction, is what you're saying. I'm saying well, I'm saying I'm people. saying that that Magic and them thought that people would just come running, yeah, and they need to put the work in like they did when they got LeBron. They need to court Paul George like he courted LeBron. Yeah. If you want to get those players there, get it done. He's not doing that. He's sitting there, you know, with these little bullshit offers, you yeah. know, acting like Paul George is the third fiddle. He don't need them, and that that's the problem that they're having right now. That the Lakers organization is having, in my opinion, I don't think they're doing what they need to do to get these guys. If you want Anthony Davis, you go get him. Because you want to wait a year till he's a free agent. Every, I see all these Lakers fans. Oh, he'll come and in when he's, he's a free in agent. New York with he, all that cap space. No, no. Let me finish <laughs> what I'm saying. You, If you want to wait, he's going to come. And then 
if one year's gonna go by. LeBron's gonna be 36 years old, man. Yeah. Seriously. You don't you don't know what kind of player he's gonna be. He just you wanna sit a here month. And, you wanna sit yeah. here and waste your good years. They gotta spend that cap coming up too. That's gonna be the year. All that cap, beautiful cap they're gonna have this year coming up. AD's still gonna be signed. Yeah. So that's another wasted year of LeBron James because they're going to have to save that cap for AD, right? right? Plus, they're really at a fork in the road with these young guys, too. Like, And now they're every single one of them is in trade rumors. It's like, you, you got to do something, you know? Yeah, how do you expect, Some of these guys how do you expect younger player development like in that system? You got LeBron's camp that we talked about last week, talking about Ingram don't fit. Now you see Ingram wasn't even included in the trade. Now you see all these other guys included in the trade. Like, how do you show yeah. up to work at that point? You're like... I don't even know if I'm going to be here. Why am I even trying? Like, you're probably trying. You're just trying to get Anthony Davis with me. So I feel like as a young dude, yeah. that that's hard to deal with. Oh, so yeah. I'm with you, man. And, and as you and talked plus, about with dudes, like they our... missed out on Cousins is another one. You saw what the Warriors were able to yeah. get with Cousins because Lakers was the his first option. The Lakers were the first option. The same reason with shit. Magic. Magic. Oh, he'll just come and play with LeBron. People would want to come. We kind of want Paul George. Maybe Demarcus Cousins on the back burner. We want this. He didn't go out to the dudes he want. Now the Warriors, your biggest competitor, got him on the cheap. Cheap. Yeah. Like, holy smokes. If you guys could have got that, you might have had Jeez. Boogie, LeBron, and Paul George. And this affects their dynasty long term, too, because now Boogie played there. He takes winning, right? If KD walks, what if they offer that money to Boogie now? He would have never even been talking to them. He could have already been signed with the Lakers. Yeah. So yeah. now now the Warriors dynasty might still carry on. With Curry, Clay, Boogie, and Draymond, that's still a tough team to beat. Yeah. So I mean, there's so many factors that could happen here. I don't understand what I don't. I don't understand what was going on. I agree, man. I think it's definitely interesting to see. I uh, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be pretty hard for anybody else really to send offers, especially now that AD's come out and said that essentially, if he's not in LA, it's going to be a one year rental. So that's the that's going to be the kind of the killer for the Pelicans. He kind of screwed them over because nobody else is really probably going to try to offer anything. No, No. dude. Here's the funny thing: a one year rental isn't that what Porzingis is? He's a one year rental, basically. And look at what they got from but him. But Porzingis didn't come out and say that. No, I hear you. But AD can help you win a ring. And it, you're telling me that a team can't beat that offer that the Lakers sent out? Because yeah. if I'm a, a contending team, I'm willing to give up a little more than that trash offer Toronto. to get AD over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I think teams could – and I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. But the point is is that the Lakers are putting no pressure on anyone else. So people can't top that offer. So if you're the, if you're the organization, right – are you going to want to give this deal to the team that freaking tampered and messed up your situation is the way they're probably looking at it. Like, oh, yeah. we probably could have resigned AD, but all this tampering and all this agent crap with LeBron James Shoot, the, swayed them that way. If I'm the Warriors, I might try to make a trade. You get rid of get rid of Draymond. <laughs> hey, we got two we got two uh, trade ideas from uh, online about Warriors trading for AD. Ooh, let's hear about, about I don't know about those going through, but but what do you got? I've what, seen what multiple work? different ones. Well, Cam Harris, Cameron Harris, he sent us a couple of these. But first one, sending Iggy, Livingston, and Jordan Bell for Anthony Davis. Now, the salaries work. I think that would be really, maybe if you like Jordan Bell a lot or something like that. Right. But, yeah, on the obviously on the Warriors, and if the salaries work, that's dope, obviously. But that the trade, Pelicans ain't going to get that. Yeah, the Pelicans get nothing in that trade. Yeah, exactly. Bell's a prospect... 
Where's the with first round? Why very little value. Yeah. Why aren't the Warriors I f- throwing Cam, in picks? Cam, I feel know? like you got to toss in some first rounders. Well, even or something. the yeah. even the first rounders are going to be the worst yeah. in the NBA. You yeah. can pick thirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that would be tough. What's the other one? Kind of saying, or well, to OKC for Roberson, Jeremy Grant, Patrick Patterson, and a pick or two. Once again, think, so. there's no premium yeah. player the Pelicans are getting back. Yeah. You got to understand if you you're going to make a trade like this, you have. To have both sides getting something, yeah. I'm, you know that's just how it works. It's cool that it's, a, it's the cool that he used the. It's but, cool that he used the uh, the trade thing. Yeah, yeah, been talking about though. Machine. Yeah, the trade machine that the salaries line up. That's pretty cool that he was able to at least make it work. But hey, still get some extra raffle tickets. Yeah, see, if I was yeah. trade, yeah, I think yeah. a good a good like hypothetical trade would be if the Knicks were really trying to get two two superstars, right? And they trade Anthony Davis, they get back Cantor. To match up the salaries, you gotta have Canner's contract mm-hmm. in there. And they get back, you know, Kevin Knox on the rookie deal. Yeah. And they get back that first round pick and maybe even DSJ, you know, some kind of package like yeah, that. Yeah, where of they the get back those young guys, got. send AD the other way, bring in a KD, and now you have your two core pieces. Yeah. Hmm. Both signed to Max's, you know. But man, if that maybe if that happened, happen. dude, if that happened, magic just screwed up massively again. If that happens <laughs> yeah. and he's like, oh, well, he'll just come in. Why am I going to send him great offers? He just already said he's a one-year rental. He's coming to us anyways. And you just assume he's coming? Yeah. And then he gets lined up with a Kevin Durant and he's like, oh, oh actually, one-year rental to stay in the Knicks again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden, Magic's like, we're stuck with LeBron. These guys got AD. Oh, man. Yeah. And bringing a ring. You know, Anthony Davis talked about, he. you know, he came out and talked about his legacy. Right? Yeah. You know, if he wins, we, we all know winning a ring with LeBron, well, what kind of legacy do you get? Ask Kyrie. He can't even get his own teammates to respect him. They're in the <laughs> locker room laughing like, hey, you were on LeBron's coattails. You weren't part of that win. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what you get when you win with LeBron. I'm just saying. Win with KD, and you're on every sports show being called the better player. So In I mean, New York City. Yeah, in New York City. Yeah. Not LA where they're used to winning. They taste storming through the Eastern Conference. You know, getting to the conference finals yep. right off the bat. It's pretty I, It's intriguing. I mean, think about it. You're talking about Lakers, right? Where if you win one, are they even satisfied? They want minimum right. two, right? <laughs> you win in New York. One ring. Oh, man. You're a legend. You're getting a statue. <laughs> you, and, yeah. you and KD or whoever joins you, yeah. getting statues outside, and you're a legend. Yeah. Win in New York, man. Yeah, that's, no, that's a great point. Um, kind of just to finish up on I know we touched on this. I think... You're kind of hopeful that Kevin Durant might end up in New York, and I think, yeah, I want some parity, right? You and, know, and we talked about this. Him, but I want, yeah, let's get some of these Western Conference guys over. The yeah. East, East, yeah, well, and you, and we discussed. You discussed the first rounder for Anthony Davis in this trade with New York, the possibility of with Cantor and that, and it is a possibility. But I think, I think it both is, of brother. us, I think like, it is, but I think both of us would prefer. If you're a Kevin Durant guy or you're a Knicks fan, I think both of us would prefer to. Ra- we'd rather have the first rounder. Oh yeah, because if you end yeah. up with Zion, if you end up with Zion instead of Anthony Davis, then you, as we talk about with salaries, you end up with Zion with that rookie contract. And we've yeah. talked about this over the phone over the last week. You would rather have Zion with that rookie contract than Anthony Davis and have to sign him to a max because now you can get non-committed, non-engagement Throw ring those, Kyrie Irving and yeah. Kevin Durant yeah, with those Zion. First rounders he just got from the Mavs. That's true. That, it's ecos. Not, not <laughs> those ecos. That's yeah. right. That young rookie deal, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. 
No, so uh, yeah, so I I'm think it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. But I, wouldn't I you rather have? Wouldn't you rather oh, have yeah. Zion? If, if they, you could guarantee Zion instead of Anthony Davis for the contract, you'd probably. If I'm the general manager, this is what I'm doing. I if I think I'm going to get Katie and Kyrie, I would rather have that and draft Zion. If yeah. I if I can only get one free agent, I can only get one free agent, and I'm going to have that salary left over, and I know that only Katie's coming. I'd rather. Trade Zion for AD, pair them together, and yeah. try to win a ring. So there's so many scenarios here, but but I'm with him. If they could spend the salary and get a couple good, to you know, KD and another star, right, and spend those max, keep Zion, yeah. and win that way, that would be huge. But here's the thing: I also have another scenario. And this final scenario is if they don't get the number one pick to draft Zion, I don't really see a need for the uh, what's the point guard's name from Duke? Um, Barrett. Barrett. I don't really see a yeah. need for him on the Knicks. If you have a DSJ and KD, you're already going to be handling the ball. You know he's he's kind of got that Russell Westbrook mentality. I just don't see a player. <laughs> yeah. I just don't see a player in the draft that'd be worth that. Now you trade that pick and you go after a Kevin Love type player. Yeah, on, one on a decent salary. You know what I'm saying? A, yeah. a good you shooter don't or something. Zion Williamson. All here. of this yeah. talk yeah, about yeah, what they so should. That do. would be the other scenario. I mean, what are the chances that instead? They're totally like the Knicks, and they use this money to pay someone like fucking John Wall or something like that, and just dude. something really well, stupid. Dude, here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. Listen, <laughs> oh my God, people, it could people, happen. No, no. But here's what's funny, right? People think that players don't want to go play for the Knicks, right? That's not the case. The problem is I'm just time out their front. Let me office. finish. Let me finish. The problem is, is the Knicks have always lined up their cap on the shitty year. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the year LeBron's a free agent, they got no cap. Yeah. The year, the year KD's a free agent, they never have cap. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But when they've had the cap, it's been for the Amari Stoudemires, and that's where they overpay. It's not like <laughs> yeah. Amari Stoudemire and LeBron were available, and LeBron said F you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? At those times. Right now, they have the cap, and this is a beautiful free agency. So, yeah. and And New York is an attraction. It is. Especially if you get to... Tell your superstar, hey, you get to come play for us. We might have Zion, a young kid that you could carry to championships, and then in a few years he could carry you as you age, right? You could think like that. Plus you get to pick any teammate you want to come play with you, anyone you want, and we'll sign him. Pick pick your guy. Yeah, Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Not many. What other organization can offer that? A young Zion, a chance of a young Zion and picking your own other superstar teammate. What other organization can afford that right now coming into this offseason? Yeah, nobody. And almost just the jokingly, but half serious, like you're saying, you know, hey, win us a championship with this great free agency class, and you're you're getting a statue. You know, at MSG. New York York fans are no joke. Winning okay, I know that, you know, the sentimental story that LeBron, you know, went to Cleveland and he's from, you know, Akron, so it's like there's a connection there, right? Yeah. But I think that winning in New York, if Katie won in New York, it would be bigger than that. Bigger than what LeBron did in Cleveland. Even though they have a connection there, I think that New York win would be bigger. It's pretty big. You're talking about big. Yeah, because I mean, you're talking about just the well, fan Cleveland, base of New York yeah. is massive I mean, compared yeah, to Cleveland. It's huge. That's why. It's incredible. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And no one believes it. That's another thing. It's not like KD. You know, if KD and Kyrie go there, people are going to be excited, but people are going to be like, that organization still sucks. Their front office still sucks. Yeah. There's not going to be pieces around them. So it's a you know it's got the reputation for being a shitty organization and it's really hard for people to envision that winning. Yeah. So like if KD and Kyrie or something or KD and Zion or whoever they want to ring there, it's going to be huge. And if KD leaves after winning a championship this year, that's legendary. You three peat and then you leave. You go to New York and then if you win one over there, 
That's a I mean, point. that's some that's some legendary. You, stuff you don't see top sure. players leaving great situations. No, to go yeah. try to prove something else. Let's talk. Let's talk about any any other teams out there as we're talking about this trade deadline. There's there's well some... even even on the same team. I mean, different player, Drew Holiday. Yeah, he's going to be up. I mean, Woj was tweeting about that today as we're recording. I mean, they're they're getting pretty pretty uh, hard into that. You know, into trying to trade Drew. And but there's there's other teams that are there's only so many teams that are selling, right? Yeah. You're, there would actually it seems like there'd be even more out there, but you really look at it, there's only so many, but there's a lot of guys that could make a difference. I mean yeah, there's no, a couple abs- huge names out there. Absolutely. I mean but, I think you know, we talked about this team earlier in the year and you just brought it up jokingly with John Wall ending up in New York. The Washington Wizards are in some serious trouble here, fellas. Like, yeah. serious trouble. You talk about New York, if they ended up signing John Wall, or if anybody signs that contract, <laughs> makes a trade for that contract, they are ridiculous. Because you're talking about a contract that he's not even close to living up to. Yeah. I mean, what's the dude's contract? We're talking about, like, 40-plus million dollars. $141 yeah. million dollars guaranteed over the next four years? We've been talking about trades for Beal and Wall for like the past couple months, and now going into the trade deadline, I mean, of course, every all the talks about Anthony Davis and names like Mark Gasol and Mike Conley and stuff like that. Anthony Davis is going to overshadow anything, but it's like, oh yeah, we've been wondering what the Wizards are going to do with Beal and Wall for since week four of the season. Look, the tough you part know? about Washington. Do you is think they they're going to end up doing anything? Look, the tough part with Washington right now is they got no choice but to try to sell Bradley Beal and Otto Porter basically just a clear cap. Hopefully yeah. they get some players back that John Wall wants to play with, but Bradley Beal is worth his contract. Otto yeah. Porter, not even close to worth his contract. John Wall isn't even close to his contract. I'm talking... 141 million over the next four years with a player option on a player option, not a team option, a player option on the fifth year of $46 million. We're talking about an injury prone John Wall, a dude that can't lead a team, a dude that clearly has locker room drama with anybody. That's your franchise player. I'm sorry to tell you, Washington, you better hope you can get someone for Bradley Beal because nobody's taking anything for John Wall. I'm not even giving you a fourth round pick for John Wall. I'm not kidding you. You can't. For that contract, nobody could fill up teams around him. There's no way you can trust a guy in John Wall who's been injured, what, three times? Big. I'm talking big injuries over the last few years. How are you going to guarantee $141 million and then a player option five years away from now? You don't even know if the dude's going to be able to walk by then. The amount of freaking (laughs) knee injuries and shit the dude's having? Well, smart teams are are going to know when the cap's going up, too. That really just throws... Throws things out, out of whack, and that can really make or break a team. If I'm like if the I'm Warriors, Washington, if I'm Washington, you know, I mean, if you got Bradley Bill, you could probably the best scenario for for Washington. They have to wait till this free agency is over to to try to move John Wall because nobody. The reason why you have no shot at trading John Wall right now is because nobody will take that cap space with the dream possibility of maybe landing a Kawhi Leonard or a KD in the free. Agency and covering that cap. You see what I'm saying? So after free agency hits, this major free agent market, and Corey's right. No one's going to give them anything. Their best move, what I would do is, if I was a general manager, is I would pair John Wall with like a first-round pick or something of, you know, something with value. I would find a team that didn't land anyone in the free agency and has a shit ton of cap. 
let's say New York whiffs, right, is your hypothetical. Yeah. They get nobody. And I would say, hey, you know, here's here's a pick. Here, Take on this contract for us. They're going to try to make the fans excited. We've seen them take dumb contracts before. They're notorious for it, right? Yeah. No. So that would be the best play if the general manager was smart, in my opinion. You know, so I don't know. That's Which the way I would go. <laughs> Yeah, it's so. interesting. I mean, I'm with you, man. That's an interesting look at that PD pod. It's just the fact that, man, I don't even think John Wall is even close to this, like his contract. I feel like John Wall right now is like worth, I mean, not now no, that he's injured, no, I'm but I'm you. saying like the dude's barely yeah. worth like 15 to 20 mil right now. Yeah. The way he's been performing over the last few years, he hasn't done anything. Playoff John Wall, we haven't seen nothing. When he goes, he's out, arguing with everybody. Better. He's injured with everything. He's out. They're doing better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, they're in some serious trouble. They got to try to get rid of. I feel like they got to try to get rid of Otto Porter for something, and they got to try to get rid of Bradley Beal, and they hope that they can fill up maybe some shooters around John Wall on the cheap that John Wall likes to play with. That's like yeah. their hope because they need to wait for that contract him. to get up. Like, but I like it. If they could flip get... that, if they could do that, then I'm with you. If I'm Washington, I would love to get rid of John Wall and a first and maybe somebody else and just dump you, some cap. That would be huge. You just got to catch a desperate organization be because huge. if New York misses, their yeah. fan base is going to be pressing them to go get – Get somebody, yeah. you know. But you got to think their fan base has got to be smart enough to know. Like, that's are just you how guys they kidding are. me? That's how. That's why they signed John Amari Wall to that. for that much money. That's why they signed Amari to those big deals. You know, it's like to create that stir, that excitement of maybe something. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's tough. Well, let's let, let's let's look at positive stuff. All right. Yeah. Let's. Look We're at all getting mad here. I know. I feel <laughs> like this whole, podcast, John Wall. No. This, this whole podcast <laughs> has been a rant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, there's just other players out there that could be fun. Uh, you know, I had for a decent price, Jeremy Lin, uh, Reggie Bullock. I've been seeing all day. He's a good shooter. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, or a bigger name, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. What do you that, think? Uh, what do you think? Do you think that the Blazers are looking at Aaron Gordon? I mean, they've been really. I've heard active. some interesting stuff about it. I've heard that they've been active and they've been thinking about it. The tough part is, is the trades that they're trying to do to get anybody. They're trying to keep CJ obviously and keep Dame. From what I've heard, when they're trying when, to make a trade for Aaron Gordon, when's Evan Turner's contract up? Uh he's still got another. I think he, this year and then one more year after that, oh, I believe. Okay. So he's not even up after this year. Evan Turner's obviously a guy that we'd love to throw in there. I mean, shoot, Myers Leonard would be nice to toss into any trade. <laughs> kid you not. But uh, the tough part for Portland, I think, is they're just trying to figure out for Aaron Gordon's contract from what I've seen. You know, they're probably having to give up, you know, Zach Collins, which who I really like mm-hmm. on a rookie deal, and then, and then maybe a couple first-rounders, and then you land Aaron Gordon. But the problem is, is how much difference – how much different is our team with Aaron Gordon versus Maurice Harkless? You know, it, it seems big name wise. You think Aaron Gordon obviously yeah. would help you big time, right? Because you're still probably starting a menu at the four. And yeah, I would think so. You would think, but when you actually break it down, Mo helps a lot on the defensive end that Aaron Gordon doesn't help out, but you're also looking at the contract difference, right? So we're looking at contracts. Aaron Gordon is a better player than Mo Harkless. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dumb enough to not think that. <laughs> but I'm saying when you look at the contract difference, look at look at Aaron Gordon's contract. It's like in the mid-20s. Yeah, it's pretty big. We can't have CJ, Dame, and Aaron Back Gordon, in my opinion. <laughs> right? In my opinion, I, I just don't feel like we can make it happen. I think if it does happen, it'll be interesting to see. But I Well, and, and on the Magic's end, too... Uh, they're they're on the way up finally. You know their team looks decent in the East. You know they improved That's their what defense. I find. They started playing better. It's like they're they're just right. a couple steps away from being 
you know, a top four team in the East over the next couple of years or something. And it's like, what are they going to do? I mean, it, Aaron Gordon just isn't going to be part of those plans, I guess. Well, right? that's I mean, a funny a big thing. I, that can be looking moved. at the way the Magic, I, I found it strange that they were shopping Aaron Gordon, but not Vucevic. Well, supposedly he's being shopped too, but there's so he, that's a good value contract though. He only makes like twelve million bucks. Yeah, yeah but they're going to lose him for nothing in a losing season. You want to get yeah. something for it. I, the thing that hey, I don't maybe get, he loves Disney World. You know, well, no, that's on that's the only thing I could think of is they want him back. And in that case, you hang on to him and you don't trade him because you if you trade right. him, he's going to feel disrespected and not obviously resign with you guys. But yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you though. That's a that's a great contract, and I think team, I think a lot, lot of teams probably well, and just, it's a great contract. But he's been there for a while, and if if they're looking at it like just totally cold logically, I mean, how much of his stats contributed to winning at all? Is there? A I team? mean, they've tried to make him a centerpiece, and he can have some monster hollow numbers. It right. seems like. Is there know? a team though, Pete? Like you could see because so Vucevic is on the last year of his, his contract, so. It's got. He's got to go to a winning team this year if they're going to give up anything, right? Because if not, you just go after a free agency. The Lakers is a yeah. beautiful spot. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Instead okay. of focusing on Anthony, <laughs> let me tell you. Instead of focusing on <laughs> listen, listen, Davis, yeah, go listen for to it. this trade. Okay. Hell yeah! You pair up. Okay, so Vucevic makes what does he make? Seven or thirteen million? Right, so something like twelve point five or something. Okay. Yeah, almost thirteen, I think. Lonzo Ball wants to go somewhere where he's the guy, right. where he's the point. Well, guess where the worst destination is. Right. Where there's no point they guard. They haven't had a point guard since okay. Jameer Nelson. Orlando, exactly. Yeah. You ship off Alonzo Ball for a Voose, bring him to L.A., be a beautiful third third star. Mm. You still try to get those other stars, but Vucevic would be the beautiful Kevin Love, yeah. Chris Boss player. Start Stretch five, who can yeah. block shots, who can play pick and roll, pick and pop, paired up with LeBron James, and then whoever they acquire in the offseason, maybe a Kawhi Leonard. Imagine that trio. Yeah. So I mean, I I would go after him hard, and it wouldn't cost him. Yeah. Much. It wouldn't cost him much because they're not going to demand that much for a guy that's leaving in the off season. Yeah. And the contracts are easy to match up because he's only worth twelve million. So it's a lot easier to find a trade with that than Aaron Gordon making twenty million a year. Yeah. That's just a great Lakers fan hot take. Say anyway, like you know what? I'd rather have Vooch than Anthony Davis. (laughs) <laughs> there's a few teams I, I like, like I mean, that I feel like yeah. uh, that could go after him you know yeah there's I other teams as well that's a great point so. no I like that um, another team that's in my opinion obviously trying to seems like they're selling the house the Memphis Grizzlies I would, yeah you know yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies you got they made I mean they publicly said it right yep they're, although it sucks that they won all those games at the beginning of the year their tank job is going to be <sighs> yeah, very uh, very efficient tank. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think what they, are you going to do? You know, it's man, it's tough. Maybe it's they another can one get of those a pick things, out of one of those deals. You know, you got Mike Conley at you know thirty million for another two years, even after this season. So you're talking all the way till what twenty twenty one. Mike Conley uh, similar to John Wall, except that you know he can help you win right now. Yeah, if you're going to trade Mike Conley, he's still ten million dollars cheaper. Well, if, <laughs> if you're going to trade Mike Conley, you have to either get nothing back or give up something to someone to take on that contract for the yeah, most part. You're, take you're not going to get a lot of value. Yeah. Yeah. No no team is crazy enough. An injury-prone point guard who's 30, 31? 31. 31. Right. All right, yeah. 31, who deals with injury issues and is obviously overpaid. He's a good player. I don't want to just great. respect yeah. him. I love him. I love his defense. 
you know, shoots a three, but he's an overpaid player <laughs> at the salary he's gonna be making for the next three years. Yeah. yeah. So if someone's gonna take that on, they have to give something. That's what I think. Really you look nothing. at him and you know he's a great he's a great player. It's like, yeah, someone could use that though. How could we make this work? It's like who who could use that right now? What contenders need a I mean, what contenders need something I mean, like obviously, that. both of us have always loved Mike Conley and the way he plays. I mean, the injury, you know, the right. injury stuff is definitely tough. I looked at Does it. Does he need I to go mind. to some, some non-contender where it's like, yep, and you're going to be the, the veteran presence for the rest of this and no, give us some wins the over that, the next the year? The team that I see personally, I kind of look at him as, I would love to see like the Indiana Pacers or something. You look at the Pacers' salary. And mm. you look at the Pacers salary and they have a lot of last year deals and they really only have Vic signed, you know, at 21 mil long term and then you have Miles Turner signed at 18 mil long term. Well, so you he really only go have up though, right? He's at 18 mil next year is what I'm oh, saying. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So what I'm saying is you really don't have massive contracts so you have room to fit in a mike conley and you have obviously victor out right now so mike conley could come in yeah, with they're, that they're team guard issues too yeah guard issues they're, right yeah. so he could come in and i think in the east i mean obviously he's not bringing them to probably the eastern conference finals or anything like that but he can at least put them in the mix and maybe in the conversation and then you get victor back next year i feel That's like the pacers sweet. are kind of in the weird position where they need to add a third they need to add somebody they got turner they got Vic, and they need to add a third. And I think a guy like like Conley would be nice. And they have some some guys like Sabonis that they could toss. They have some picks. They got mm. some expiring contracts. They got some things that they could do that uh, I think he'd be an interesting spot there. Pete, you got any, anybody you think? I've been hearing rumors of uh, Utah. Mm. Yeah, I actually liked it. I, like I mean, I heard, I heard what they were saying, and it was uh, something with Rubio, getting Rubio, you know, trading Rubio for Conley. Conley's contract's a lot worse. But he, I think he'd be an upgrade over Rubio. Sure, he's yeah, a, you know time. he can stretch the floor, and it'll it would he would he's help just the as growth. injury prone. He, he would help the growth wash. of Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, and allow Donovan Mitchell to be play more of the point. Yeah, because he can shoot. He kind of fit. He kind of fits the Utah system too. I mean, Utah kind of yeah, like the big to play man, that pick and roll, pick and roll defensive team. Yeah, so That's yeah, nice. he'll be a tough, you know, a tough defense uh, defensive point guard. And uh, they can get the salaries to match up Dang. because if you trade like uh, I, I think lo- it was like a Rubio and a Favors, a Rubio yeah. and a Derek Favors for like Conley. I like that a lot. The salaries like match Conley, up at around thirty Mitchell million each. Bear out yeah. there, Man. and Ingles, you know, yeah, yeah, I like that so a lot. Ingles, and tough, one, tough guys Jeez. defense. Well, I, I heard somebody that bring it up defense, yeah, and I was all about it. I loved it. No, that's so. a good one. What about Gasol? Gasol cool, seems like an easier move, though. I mean, he makes less. less what's he at? You know what you're getting I think for he, sure. He has a less one less year, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. He's at 25 mil a year or something like that, right? And in today's NBA, I mean, I don't know what if he's going to be your split time or be a backup or whatever, but he just plugs in so well to so many teams, unless you're going to be running really fast. you Man, know. But, I mean, he, gosh, where's he's spot just solid. Could, where's a spot he could go? Man. I know, I know Portland was in the talks. I was going to say Portland. I know people were saying <laughs> I, I would love it. I honestly would. I think, uh, I mean, it's another get one that's to tough. The, get him to the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> and they'll they'll be in the top four in the East. Hmm? You know, Brooklyn's won like yeah. 20 of their past 25 games or something. Yeah, Brooklyn's been killing it. Brooklyn really has. Pete, you got any, any teams you can think of that Gasol could really help out on? Man, I don't know. I would, you know, what's funny is, if they want to do like salary relief, they they could trade. Sarah's over here smiling. Trade him back she, to the... she wants Marcus Gasol on the on the Celtics. 
Oh, the Celtics. Mm. That's not bad. They That's probably could match up yeah. um, salaries with Horford. That's the thing. Why aren't we saying the Celtics in every single thing? Because out of every team in the NBA, they have the best assets, the best everything. They've got too many young guys that are all good. I mean, that have playoff they're... experience. They still have picks lying around. Well, actually, they like, might not be eligible to get Gasol. What if he's similar to AD? But they have their yeah, they have their signing problems. What is it? They can't have two max players or something like that because of the Kyrie. Because of Kyrie, right? But so what if Gasol is, is in the same situation yeah. as AD? He's making close to the same amount of money. I think too, just, they wouldn't be able to afford like, him for just picks because they got Gordon Hayward at thirty plus. Yeah, now. they got Al Horford. Maybe at that's why it seems like they should for everything that could be financially possible. Yeah, they no. should be in every single conversation. I think, I think for Boston, if they can get rid of, it'd be tough. But to get rid of Hayward or Horford is what they would have to do to get yeah. really anybody because you can't have Kyrie. Hayward and Horford in those contracts and bring in any big name players. I mean, that's a lot of money. You can't yeah. between those three players, you can't afford anybody else, right, Pete? No, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I think I think you what you could do too is ha- go back to the Spurs. Let's uh trade him for his brother again. That'd be interesting, right? As a salary dump. Yeah. And then uh they include Lonnie Walker, you know, yeah. their first round pick who's injured. You know, because they need a, a nice young guard. Yeah. Right? That's Get Mark a good Gasol young, paired with. Young asset right you there. got Gasol at the five, Aldridge at the four, and, um, and DeRozan. And DeRozan. Uh, Gasol can stretch it. Yeah. They're, they're already a great defensive team. You add a great defensive center who probably understands Pop's. And then, who pro- he probably understands Pop's um, system. Yeah. And then Memphis he's a European buys player. Out Powell, and Powell goes back to the Lakers. To finish <laughs> I I'm think that would about, be a think, great trade because you could pair up Gasol and like a Rudy Gay with Lonnie Walker. Rudy yeah. Gay's coming off the books. They get the young player. Yeah. They eat the other Gasol's brother's salary. It's a little smaller of a eat. They could probably buy him out or whatever, but he's got two years left. I know DeJounte Murray's so. injured, but I mean, he had a big injury this year, but I think that kid's dope too. And he's obviously yeah. on a rookie contract. There's yeah. a couple guys. I think you put Gasol with DeRozan and Aldridge yeah. and those young guards they have. Wow. Man, you're talking about a, a contender. Yeah, in my opinion, their cap situation. I wonder how that. So their their cap the situation is pretty. Yeah. yeah, they got room to. They're one of the lower teams. They yeah. could be a dark horse at yeah. the trade deadline. So yeah, that's a nice one. Um, another team I had, you know, as we pick out a couple more teams here, the Charlotte Hornets. I'm just confused on what this team is doing. Yeah, in all honesty, because it's kind of you got the bad contracts in Biyombo and Batum. So you're obviously trying to sell them. So then you're thinking, okay, can we sell them and maybe you know start to tank? But then you got to think about it. You have Kemba Walker, so you're like, yeah, in the mode of like, are we trying to build around Kemba and try to bring in some pieces? Or are we throwing away the whole farm? Because I feel like they got to do one or another at this point. You got point. Kemba and some halfway decent pieces, you know. But yeah, who knows how Monk's going to turn out? Monk, Monk, you know, Jeremy Lamb's been all right. And now Jeremy Lamb hasn't been as great because Monk's playing more. But it's pretty tough. They're just quagmired. I mean, yeah, I mean, that Batum contracts we talked about yeah. last week with overpaid, Pete, I think you brought him up. I mean, that's that's you're not getting him off those books. Nobody's yeah, taking right. that. So what do you do if you're Charlotte? Are you basically just, I mean, you can't say goodbye to Kemba, right? It's either you go full tank or you try to, I don't know, trade a Marvin Williams or something for somebody that can help you out because... Kemba's going to believe too. And this is last year of his contract, isn't it? He's out. 
Yeah, Jordan. yeah, he's gonna be a free yeah, agent. Next yeah, he's year, free right? agent. Yeah. So going if to you New York, <laughs> I can't see him coming back. Kemba and Kemba and KD in New York. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe I can't see him coming back either. Yeah. I think this team needs to try to tank. I think, I think Jordan just as an owner is they better show him God, some love at the All Star game the coming Kwame, up. He's the Kwame yeah. Charlotte. <laughs> he's the racist. Kwame Brown of being owners. Like he is just horrible. <laughs> Seriously, it's the truth. I mean, he's the goat on he the court. He would know personally, huh? But he as an owner, it's just bad. Like I don't understand some of the stuff and all those contracts. You go look at him; he's signed some of the worst deals. He's made some of the worst draft picks. And wasn't it Big Dan that told us that like somebody offered them four firsts for somebody and they yeah, rejected it and took the player? And he was like a nobody. I forget who that was. You're right, though. Some man, of some of these guys. Jordan, Jordan gets too caught up in the NCAA tournament. Well, the, all <laughs> you know these guys that are out of the NBA and and doing this top front office stuff just doesn't work out very well. Hardly ever. It's like you need to have a good hiring. You need to have like a good executive running yeah. it that's hiring good guys to be GMs, right. president. You know that take care of business. Not like I mean, look at what Isaiah Thomas did to the Knicks. Look at what Jordan has done. Yeah, as an owner. Point. You know, all these guys, it's, uh, Past it's players not very often. I mean, you get guys like Jerry West, you know, that Don't bring are Jason fantastic. Kidd. I was thinking about that, but Jason stuff, Kidd. You know, as those guys rise through the ranks, it's like uh, you, you need you need good corporate executive types up near the top, it seems like. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's a great point. If you got any listeners out there that believe that Jason Kidd is either a good or a bad coach and you got a opinion on this, we got a buddy. Dude, Trey, obviously, as you guys should probably know, every time we bring up anything ridiculous, you guys are probably like, oh, that's got to be Trey. The dude, they always talk about the ridiculous stuff. Yeah, he thinks Jason week. Kidd should be L.A.'s next coach. Who out oh there either believes God. or doesn't believe in that? Because I think Jason Kidd is trash as his coach. Well, the, ma- so. the major thing is he, he proclaims Jason Kidd to be a major upgrade from Luke Walton. If I they think fire that's Luke Walton starts, yeah. and hire Jason Kidd as the I'm, I don't even think that's I'm a big upgrade. I'm not saying Luke's fandom. the main guy or he should be, but <laughs> God, I don't blame you, man. Is there any other teams or players you guys can bring up? Do we end this trade talk? Hey, yeah, just uh, say right now, off the top of your head, where's Jeremy Lin going to go? Jeremy Lin. Back to China? I don't care. I don't know, dude. You don't think so? He's going to go somewhere. Yeah. He's going to be on a playoff team. A play? You think so? That's your prediction? Well, where do you see him going then? I don't know, a playoff team. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for that help. Okay, the Pistons? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh... Wherever he goes, he's not going to be a starter. No, He'll probably no. be a backup. Yeah. Uh, I guess. He'd be a great backup. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anybody off Maybe the top of my head. Maybe he's going to be packaged in something. He's going to be moving around. <laughs> uh, that's what I know. That, that keep, that, his name keeps coming up for some reason. Yeah, he does. They have no use for him on the yeah. box. But I don't know if anybody else has any use for him. Really fine, either, though. fine, yeah, problem. we're just fine. All right, name a team right now. Where's Drew Holiday gonna go? Oh, that's a little bit better. That's he ain't going back to China. <laughs> yeah, China as well. <laughs> <laughs> I could see mm, that's tough. Drew Holiday. I could see. And, and once again, the just same throw team, out a name. The same. Who teams, knows? You might well, be right. The same teams we mentioned with you know. Um, Mike Conley, I think Utah or the Pacers Utah. still, once again, would Pacers. be good spots for Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday in Utah would be huge. 
Yeah, I like it. So I think either one of those teams would be good. If Orlando right. wants to make first, a move, and I'll go back and edit this if it's wrong. Yeah, or if Orlando wants to make a move in a playoff push, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Orlando would be cool. Take uh, Aaron Gordon, just trade him for Drew Holiday. See if Drew and uh, Vuce can. Yeah, nice little pick. Get some going. Sweet. There you go. All right. Awesome trade talk. Obviously, next Thursday we'll uh, we'll be looking for. Seeing if anything happens, if Jeremy oh, Lin's ends up in China or another yeah. team. Um, but we'll be finding out pretty quickly who's, uh, who's Jeremy going Lin where. ends up on the Clippers. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, as always, we appreciate the listeners. Continue hitting us up. And uh, let us know what you guys think about the trade talk and if we had any accurate picks or if you got any opinions on what we talked about today. As always, you know, 360-356-1699 or LimitlessRangePodcast.com. Either way you want to do it. Yeah, good work. Good, good stuff, work. fellas. As yeah. always, Rip City. All right. Good work, boys.